Hey, 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 everyone. It's the Latchkey Friends podcast. So excited to be back with my co-host, Liz. Hi, Liz. Hello. And I'm here. To, we've got a special guest today with us, Darren D. Money Gibson. Darren, how are you doing? <laughs> doing well. It's good to see both of you. I'm happy to talk about really bad decisions I've made about tattoos and awkward fart encounters. I think that's what we're going to talk about, right? Oh, sorry, Darren. We've already done those episodes. And that reminds us, if you haven't checked out episodes one or two, we've got some fart stories and we've got some tales of prison tattoos. But today it's a different kind of story. Now, Liz, the other day you asked me um, to describe Darren. Yeah, one word. One word to describe Darren. Okay, and we both came up with the same word at the same time. No, one, I, no, no, I don't think that's, don't drag me into this. No, 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 no. You okay. said grumpy. I, oh, I, I would grumpy. say lovely. Lovely. That's what yes. I would say. My, my number two choice was lovely, but my number one to choice was <laughs> grumpy. Darren, has yeah. anyone ever told you that you're grumpy? Maybe once or twice in my life. I mean, you in would think life, it was more. In your entire life, okay, maybe just once or twice this week. Okay, maybe just once or twice this week. Okay, or maybe just once or twice today. Okay. So yes, that now, is a common description of my shining, happy personality. Okay, now I'm going to turn this back over to Liz. Liz, if you were to say there's one action that makes Darren most grumpy, what would you say it would be? <laughs> Hugs from coworkers Hugs. and strangers. Hugs from, Hugs from anyone outside of his family. Okay. Darren, um, do you accept hugs <laughs> from people inside of your family? Not everybody, no. Um, <laughs> there, there are even rules inside of my own family. Um, I, I, li I like to live by a set of rules that govern the physical contact between me and others. And those generally start with significant life events or birthdays. Okay. So That's if the only it's neither one of... If this neither one of those things, don't try to hug me. Is that even with your like your siblings and your parents? Uh, I couldn't tell you the last time I hugged my parents. Hmm. Good. Couldn't tell you the last time I saw my parents, which could be maybe the reason why I haven't hugged them. Um, <laughs> Another story. I, I, I don't think I've actually ever hugged my siblings. Ever in your life? I, I don't recall. Might be memory suppression at its finest. Um, my brothers, I, I don't know if my brothers like me. Um, <laughs> that could be part of it. They might also think that I'm grumpy. Um, my sister is a lot like me. So we just have a, a common mutual understanding that mm -hmm. we don't no need touching. to hug to appreciate each other. Personal okay. space boundaries. Yeah. Are the, are the other Gibsons do the other Gibsons hug, or is it just you and your sister that are non-huggers? I, I believe that my siblings and my parents have a special relationship that involves hugging, where my relationship with my parents does not involve hugging. Okay, so it's not entirely genetic. I don't think so. Um, my dad is quite a friendly gentleman, um, within, with, you know, within reason. Um, not I like too to, friendly. Let's not get crazy. Yeah, not too friendly. Let's not paint a picture that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> I don't think that people would call my father grumpy, but I do believe that my father would call me grumpy. Hmm. Just a weird dynamic there. So I'm not exactly sure where in my genetic code this predisposition to avoiding hugs comes from. I really don't understand where you it comes from. You think there was a trauma in your childhood? 
Were you like smothered think, with hugs and I it went horribly wrong? I was wrong? the trauma in my childhood. <laughs> I think I am the trauma in a lot of people's uh, world. I might be a trauma in my mom's world because I was in fact about a 12 pound baby. So there could be oh. part of the reason my mom doesn't like me a whole lot. My little brother was bigger than I was. You were 12 you pounds? That. I don't know, something like that. It was enormous. I hope every year for Mother's Day you get her the nicest gift. But, but then, can you understand maybe why she doesn't appreciate yeah. who I am is for all of the yeah. stress that I, I put on. I can see why maybe she nature. doesn't like you. Yeah, and maybe, and maybe that is part of the trauma that Maybe yeah. there wasn't enough affection from the motherly side of the equation yeah. because I was such a large child. Always the mother. Always the mother. So I, I don't know that mine stems from being having a trauma, but I think I am the trauma. <laughs> well, so Liz, Liz and I, we've known Darren for seven years, give or take. Liz has known Darren even further back yeah. in the history of time. So it seems like Liz should have a good handle on Darren and his boundaries. But Liz, if you could walk us through a decision yeah. that you made that maybe didn't go like you had planned. That altered the course of history forever, maybe? Yeah, it's something I regret. If I could say top five regrets in my life, this would be one of them. In your um, life? In my top life, five. yeah. It was pretty traumatic for me, too. I okay. felt horrible. Okay. Um, something to know about me, I am a button pusher a little bit, just a little bit, you know. Get out, strong, right? Get out Darren of town. Get out of town. I had no idea. I like to just see how far I can push people to the edge just before they like lose it. I happened to push Darren over the edge, um, which was not my intention, but it just sort of happened. So um, I don't even remember how it started. Do you remember how it started? I just remember we were like, hey, you know what would be funny? Me and Rob Hoffman were like, yeah, it would be funny if like, we hugged Darren. Oh, I remember what happened. Spencer, it started with you. <laughs> and he never admits this. Here's where the secret is going to happen. This is oh. everything's coming out. Um, I don't Darren, like this anymore. Or Suzanne, cute little Suzanne St. Pierre hugged Darren, which is fine. And then Spencer ran up behind Darren and gave him a hug. I don't think Darren knew that was Spencer. I think I did not. As a matter of fact, I yeah. was, I felt this warm body accosting yeah. me from behind but i was in a meeting so focused that i did yeah. not have time to turn around and figure out who the creature was that had attached itself and it was spencer because mm -hmm. spencer loves hugs and mm -hmm. i was like maybe a little hurt like oh darren never gives me a hug why does spencer get to back hug darren i feel like that's an intimate hug and so then i went and gave you a hug a really long side awkward hug and then Rob Hoffman and I are like you know it'd be really funny if this was international hug Darren day and so we sent an email out to the department saying <laughs> you need to hug Darren today and so the hugging started and how did you feel about that Darren it it uh I I, I recall most of these details um, I think where I went over the edge was not the hug from Spencer. I appreciate how gentle he was and how he always is Thank in you, his Darren. physical affection with others. It wasn't the hug from Liz, I don't believe, because Liz and I have a connection through a mutual friend who happens to be her husband. Yes. So it felt like an extension of a high school friend giving me a hug. Yeah. It was 
it was back in the day when maybe Rob Hoffman and I were not as close. And his Rob is a big man. And <laughs> I at the time was not I was I was trying to be a little more diminutive. I was in the process of losing weight, so I felt very delicate mm -hmm. and very small. And when I felt the earthquake running my way of Harry <clears throat> Rob Hoffman trying to give me a hug, it was a little much for my much. personality at that time. A little much. Yeah. A little I mean, much. that makes sense. Yeah. I think it was the Rob trigger that threw me over the edge. The email clearly <laughs> didn't help because God rest her soul, although I don't think she's dead, Jill Brown also <laughs> decided to come give me an awkward side hug. Uh -huh. There may have been others who tried to attempt the hug mm -hmm. yeah. from which I ran quickly, mm -hmm. expeditiously yeah. to a meeting where Spencer happened to be with Michael Waterman, who had yeah. not yet tried to hug me, but I believe he was ready to embrace. Yeah. And boy, did I let him have it. <laughs> Spencer, do you recall my added? Maybe that's why I'm grumpy. Maybe, maybe this is the source this of all of it. my grump. This did is it. this single singular event in my life yeah. where I was physically assaulted <laughs> at work by coworkers who otherwise I believe to be my friends yeah. and be respectful of my personal space. Yeah. So I let yeah. Waterman have it. Yeah. Yeah. He, I remember he, Spencer he me saying, Darren <laughs> is so mad. He is so mad. And then he's like, don't tell him I was the one that gave him the back hug. And so then we had to tell everybody, please stop hugging Darren. He doesn't please. like it. Please just stop. Please stop hugging Darren before he silent whistles me. Thank you. <laughs> Love that all of all that is holy. Please do not hug Darren. So within mere hours, maybe even less than an hour, the celebration that was International Hug Darren Day <laughs> became an international ban on hugging Darren Day. It yeah. did. It did. Yeah. It goes from celebration to ban within the space of co a couple of hours. Okay. So and it Darren, made me feel. It made me feel better that there was an understanding. Yeah. I was appreciative that people did not continue to push the button. Yeah, I, I quickly, quickly released that button. I was like, oh man, that was <laughs> too far. And it was very smart to release the button. Yeah. I have since softened my stance yeah. on physical affection with coworkers. <clears throat> yeah, now we get hugs on birthdays. Hugs on birthdays, uh -huh. significant life events. Yeah. And if I'm feeling extra lovey that day. How and you happen to do you say you feel extra lovey? At work? Yeah. <laughs> probably pretty rare. Yeah. Not that I don't. There are times no. where I feel just great and filled with energy as I walk down the hallway back in the time before social and physical distancing, where catching the eye of an unsuspecting friend or coworker. Yeah. elicited this feeling of wanting to give them a hug and embrace. Aaron, that I do that with heart. Eli quite a bit, actually. Well, Eli's so, he's so cuddly. How could you not hug Eli, even on a bad day? <laughs> he is my kryptonite. Eli yeah. Barrett is my kryptonite. He's your hug wow. kryptonite. I get it. I, that makes sense. Eli is just lovely. In fact, Eli was the last co-worker that I hugged before the pandemic broke out. But I believe that both of us are fine. 
You guys are both fine, yeah. I believe so. This so this whole six feet social distancing is probably like your Super Bowl then. World Cup, actually. World Cup. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew better. I knew better. This, this is on a much larger better. scale than the silly old Super Bowl. This is yeah. this this brings in Lithuania and Transylvania uh -huh. and yeah. Liechtenstein. Yeah, I mean everybody. Uh -huh. I mean this is everybody in the world enjoying this hiatus. Yeah. I do want to I do want to say I believe that if people had adopted proper <laughs> principles and techniques around physical affection, the pandemic may not have broken out. You could I have could have been Derek. responsible for saving the entire world. You could have saved the entire world. If the we just would have listened world. to Darren, if we would have listened to Darren, none of this would yeah. have happened. Who's grumpy now? <laughs> All now, of us. Darren, uh, this is both a video and a podcast. So um, yes. for our video viewers, why don't you go ahead and take off your hat? I am, in fact, still bald. Oh, my hey, gosh. It's kind of hard to tell the difference between the two of you. If we get our Who's faces who? really close, Spencer, really you can't tell. Oh, yeah. Who's who? Who's who? <laughs> I, I'm lost. Only the images on the screen with our names tell me which is which. And Liz, Liz, for your for our audio listeners, how would you describe this this moment? Um, just surreal, I guess. A whole lot of bald. Like seeing double. I don't know if there's something wrong with my screen. Yeah. Um, two handsome gentlemen with glasses. That's how I describe it. <laughs> two handsome That's white dudes with glasses. Couple well, you of even handsome. Know. We don't need guys. to talk about the missing hair. It's fine. Well, Darren, <sighs> it seems like you're less grumpy now. However, um, I feel that there's another story. Wait, wait, wait. In, in general or just today? Because <laughs> well, I'm not sure. This, in this moment, you seem less grumpy. Um, but it well, seems it's because like I miss my friends, and it's good to see you guys. Yeah. Well, it seems like we're not the only ones who have ever teased you at work. Um, I'm wondering if you could dial up... Um, a background on your screen here. Oh, of, of course. Get ready, world. Here we go. So Darren the has a long history of being torn. <laughs> okay, for, for our um, audio listeners, um, we're seeing a billboard that says, save your money for a new winter wardrobe. And it's a picture of a, of a pasty white man who's a wee bit pudgy and looks grumpy. Darren, can you tell us more? So you are correct, Spencer, that I have been the brunt of many jokes in my lifetime and not just my career. In a past life, I worked at a traditional ad agency called Crowell Advertising. Mm -hmm. Rest its soul because it is no longer in business. Maybe it could because be of because that of crap like this that they did in the background. So the creatives at Crowell were an interesting bunch who liked to drink at 10 a.m. and who liked to make fun of me in particular. Um, mostly because this is how I actually looked to them. Here, I'm gonna, I'll bring this up really quick. We'll go back and forth here for a second. I'm so glad you know technology. This is oh. Paper Darren. Okay. Okay, for our audio listeners, it looks kind of like a Minecraft blocky kind of Darren. Correct, guy. It's, it's a rectangle box in my image. This is how one of the creatives saw me as a person. <laughs> This is how most of the creatives saw me in real life, in realsies, that they liked to make fun of how fat I was. And I generally wore the same outfit every day, which is not all that far from- I hope it's not that, that sweater. Was it that yeah, sweater? Yeah, I mean, 
not that sweater. Actually, I think they burned it. Actually, they had to cut it off me because I couldn't get it off. So they actually had to cut it off me. So they came to me, and this was back during one of the, not this recession that's coming up, awesome, but the previous recession back in 2008 where money was tight for talent. Mm -hmm. But instead of telling me that, they had this, they had hatched this scheme where they were going to include me on this billboard, come hell or high water. They proposed it to me as, hey, we just need a mock-up because that's what creative people do is create mock-ups, mm -hmm. right? And me back in the day being innocent and generally helpful, wanted to participate and help them accomplish their goals because it was for a client. It was a mock-up. I wasn't, there was no way I was going to end up on an actual billboard, right? So they took the picture, put me in a mock-up and lo and behold, I became the talent on this billboard for all of the world to see. Those of you who live in Salt Lake going northbound on I-15 to I-80 heading east, I was on that billboard for an entire season of skiing for the Canyon oh, Ski Resort. Man, I believe a spot too. it's a very busy spot. And so not just people who ski uh -huh. also got to behold all of my goodness, which was 260 at the time. I think it was a very, very large there, man. For sure. I was a very large man back then. I loved McDonald's. Especially breakfast burritos oh, and when you could have seven of them at one time that was even better I did get paid for it in hindsight it probably wasn't enough because all I could do was buy a couple of sets of blinds for my wife in our house back then oh, so man. that would tell you about how much I got paid but I am gratefully no longer that size and no longer naive to think that creatives have my best interest at heart so no more so lockups for you no more mock-ups. I'm not to be included in any creative projects going forward. So if we can bring it back around here, you had some coworkers who put you on a billboard where your stomach was hanging out and you had others who wanted to hug you. The hugs don't seem so bad, Darren. Not anymore, especially when this image became an animated banner on a website <laughs> as well. It was an animated banner? I unfortunately do not have the old animated banner, but if you can imagine, I'm gonna give you a little, I would, I would float into the screen like this. And then when I'd stop into the screen, my belly would go. And I believe that banner was on KSL for, for, for a time through an ad network. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, this, this was bad, but then seeing it physically animated on mm -hmm. the online web was equally as traumatizing and I should have demanded more money when I you became. should have demanded way more money you did not get paid enough it was it was something it was something but yes there there's a clause in my CHG contract where I'm not to be included in any email creative any physical creative any type of creative done by creatives at CHG well, people Darren, take advantage of my kindness generally so. Darren, listen, I know we tease you about being grumpy, but you really are one of the, the nicest guys. So thank you for, for coming on this podcast and sharing the story with us. Did you just expose my secret that deep down I'm actually a nice know. person? I hope that everyone who consumes this content will believe you because I am a nice guy deep down. You really are. You're just kind of grumpy, but really underneath all that grumpiness is just this soft, gooey inside. Just a soft, gooey who can dance oh man i can't wait till we can do a podcast about darren's <laughs> dancing so many stories there are way too many stories i think 
way too much. All right, Darren. Well, on behalf of the world, we're sorry we didn't listen to you. We should have stopped hugging, but now we're all here, socially distanced, and we would like to give you a virtual hug. Thank you. And when this world of lack of distance becomes not a thing, I will look forward to embracing both of you briefly, but it's still embracing Very brief. both of you. And separately. Very brief. All right. Thanks, everybody, at Latchkey Kids on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud. Check it out. Darren, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye, you guys. Ciao. See you guys later.